This is We're Gonna Beat. It is Thursday, December 31st, 2020. I'm Kevin Cooney. Thanks for joining us on this little mini show as we get you set for the last weekend of the college football season. Well, the last games of the NFL season and bowl season in college football as... uh, Mr. Kern joins me. We hope you enjoyed our roundtable that we posted on Tuesday. Um, it's always fun with uh, those guys. It, and um, it's nice not to have to talk. <laughs> no, no, seriously. Oh, I know. And and because sometimes I feel like we're saying the same stuff, and that's okay. You know, and I can talk. I mean, I you know, but it's just nice to sit back and kind of hear other people that you read all the time. And I don't see those guys anymore. No. I used to see those guys all the time. I'd be in a press room or, you know, the office or whatever. It's um, it's hard. I can't believe that we're approaching the 10th month of this. Yeah. It really seems hard to believe. And look, there was a story today that Dr. Fauci says that it's going to get bad, like in the next couple of weeks, whatever, because of the holiday surge. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not ready to like so you know celebrate yet, you know I, I got to talk to you about you know how because your mom would know like about how actually at some point when I'm when I'm going to get a vaccine or hopefully get a vaccine. She's still waiting to hear. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I figured that. No, I'm I'm figuring like April or May, but right. w- when it does come time that I can get one somehow, I'm getting one. Because oh, I absolutely. About how diabetics or, you know, people that are really at high risk or people like my wife that has like an asthma thing. Um, it just, it's, you know, I, I, it just seems like not that long ago that Rudy Gobert, no. you know, went down and, and, um, you know, Jay Wright, you know, yeah. just tested positive and Villanova's kind of shut themselves down. Yeah. Let, let's send our best to Jay, obviously, who, you know, yeah. we've both gotten to know pretty well. And, uh, and yet the thing is, we, and he's look, there've been other coaches. I know St. Joe and Temple were afflicted with things, um, I'm not sure. I might be leaving somebody out. Jay's 59 years old. Yeah, you know we don't think of of Jay because he he 59. looks young and yeah, I know. It, but he, you know, he's he's in my age and um, you know, I'm I'm sure he's in really good health. I'm I'm positive he is, but I don't know what Jay deals with that that I'm not aware of or whatever. And I texted him the other day, and he, you know, he got back to me. Hey, Mike, thanks. And you know, I was wondering if I should text and, you. Know, you. I was I was wondering if I should text him. Like I just te- I just I texted him and Mike Sheridan, the, the sports information. I just said, "Hey, Mike, you know, please be safe out there." And then we had a couple of texts back and forth. Right. And, um, I did the same thing with Larry Doc when they were going, you know, through their thing at Temple. But yeah, I just wanted to let you. You know, I mean, I, look, I'm sure a thousand people. But Jay got right back to me, which, you know, that's Jay. I mean, I, yep. I don't know. Maybe he just picked up the phone when my text came. But I mean, I didn't know what to say, so no. I just. You know, basically said, "Hey, you know, you know, uh, hope, hope, it, you know, that this is. It, we're not out of this, cat. I mean, no. you know, we're in the college basketball. See, I meant to tell Jack too. You know, good luck to his brother out at Iowa. They got a really, really good team this year. Yeah. Um, I know they just had their first loss, but they got a really good team with a player, probably the player of the year, I guess, or certainly a candidate for the player of the year. The um, the big kid, yeah, Garza. Garza. Uh, I mean, he's apparently really good. He um, is." You know, but that conference just, is so oh, loaded. That conference is so loaded. I mean, yeah, yeah. Michigan State, you have Wisconsin, who lost to Maryland at home last night. Was um, Mich- Michigan State? Isn't Illinois pretty good? Illinois is pretty good. Rutgers is top ten. Penn State had a nice Iowa. Win. 
Um, I know this is supposed to be like Penn State beat somebody good a few weeks ago because I called Girardi. Uh, they went somewhere. Virginia Tech. They went to Virginia Tech. They were like a f- six-point underdog and won the game by 20. How about the fact Michigan State's 0-3 in the Big Ten right now? They lost to Minnesota 81-56 last night. Just remember this, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Nothing has to make sense about anything. You know, no. it's funny. In the NBA, the favorite won. Yeah. In baseball, the favorite won. Uh, Hockey, the favorite won. Yeah. I mean, really, yeah. The three favorites Or the co-favorite. I mean, you would have put Boston in that mix, too, so. Yes, but yeah, the co-favorite. That's a fair way of putting it. Um, and, I, and look, the Chiefs right now have one loss. So, and, and college football, you're probably thinking either Alabama or Clemson would have been the co-favorite, so they may end up playing. Oh, they it. were the co-favorite. Well, Alabama, I think, yeah, they were like probably the co-favorites. I mean, one would have been slightly yeah. ahead of the other. Clemson might have been slightly ahead of Bama, I think, in the betting. Um, but nothing has to make sense. No. You know, and it's, it's amazing because I've been kind of following Villanova a little bit, and it seems like they, they, they're pretty much what I thought they would be. Yeah. You know, a really good team that I don't know what form the NCAA tournament is going to take. I guess it's going to be in a bubble somewhere, um, probably in Indianapolis. Um, but they're going to be one of the teams that probably has a shot to do some damage. Yeah, but once you get into a bubble here, like, look, the yeah, tournament's weird enough anyway because of the raw matchup and all that. We've lived through that. Sure. Once you get it in a bubble where you're also worrying about, like, kids being there for, like, three or four weeks at a time, depending but on But every how. team's going to have to deal with that. I know, but mm-hmm. some teams are going to react well, and some teams aren't. Well, the one thing I'll say is this. Villanova has already gone through that this year. Yeah, they have, up, in, they up, up at uh, Mohegan Sun. I asked uh, Dean Kenefick about that. I said, yeah, how? He said it was really, Strict. really, really hard yeah. on everyone because they couldn't do anything yeah. but practice uh, they weren't even, I don't even know if they were eating to get, like I, he was telling me there was like box lunches and things, but the people like that, um, father Rob, you know, who, who travels with the team, mm-hmm. he was telling Dean, they're good friends. He was saying, Dean, this is, this is horrible. You're stuck in your room. That's all you're doing. And, and, you know, I, I mean, I guess if you're going to be out in Indianapolis for a couple of weeks, at least you're going to be studying, you're going to be doing your schoolwork. Um, but that gets draining. I mean, that, on, on a 20 year old kid. Yeah. That's uh, that's a hard thing, man. Um, so we're doing this to kind of make our football picks for the weekend. We want to make our two picks on the national champion or the national semifinals, obviously in college football, and look ahead a little bit at the NFL week ahead. Um, again, we're taping this on Tuesday, so stuff may come up that yeah, Trevor Lawrence could break his leg tomorrow. Yeah, or I, I don't know, you know. Carson. You think Urban Meyer is going to be the new coach of the Jags? You know that's possible. I don't think it's beyond. Well, he's he's look. He, college guys usually don't do well in the pros. There's a few that have. Most of them don't, especially the big name guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Matt Rule's got a shot. Um, there's other the guy at the Cardinals is doing a decent job, even though they've kind of faltered a little bit. Uh, Urban's going to get Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I mean, if he gets there, there, yeah, if he if he wants that job, I th- I would imagine well, it's him. I, I think if if a guy like Urban Meyer, look, I don't know what Urban Meyer's facing with his health, with his whatever. Well, that's the other part he better understand. If he's going to take a job, okay, and this would probably be his last job because he's fifty eight. Uh, I guess that's what you want to do, right? Is go somewhere yeah. where you're getting Trevor Lawrence. Yep. I don't know. Um, if you think Trevor Lawrence is going to be in the next Andrew Luck, I I don't know if he is or not, but um. Well, so we're going to make our picks. We'll talk Eagles at at the back end because, to be honest, the Eagles, 
game is not going to mean anything to it's the still, I, I think it's still an interesting game, though, for but mostly because of the quarterback. Yeah. Like, I, was a, I wasn't surprised, but I thought there was a chance. Well, we'll talk about it when we get to the Eagles. It's, yeah, we'll do fine. the Eagles last as opposed that's to fine. So, basically, what we're going to start with is we're going to start with our picks that we normally would, like, have at the back end. We'll do it at the front end here. Ready? Would that make me pick any better? No. Just point me where you want to go. Take me to the action. Take me to the track. Take me to a party. If they're threatening the back, I've been working all my life. Can't afford to wait. Let me call my wife so I can tell her I've been late. I want to ease it. Mm-hmm. All right. Easy. So there's a ton of college bowl games. I, I don't know, Mr. Kern, how you feel, but the bowl season which normally has a little bit of interest. Not a lot this year. Well, I'm going to watch the playoffs in in large part because I have nothing else to do. Okay? I mean, they're they're on Friday, right? Right. Friday, uh, 4 and 8 o'clock. We're not supposed to go out of the house and see people and and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I I would have watched anyway. The games are not – well, I shouldn't say that. I think the one game – and I'll tell you when my picks come up. Right. Yeah, I think it's – this bowl season's been goofier, obviously, than any other because the season's been goofier than any other. Uh, you know, you can pick your spots. There's a couple right. games I looked at I'll throw out at you. But, I mean, I, I don't know who cares, like, who's going to play in the games. You know, I, I was actually looking at Wake Forest getting seven and a half against Wisconsin. <laughs> and then I called Dean Kennefick because he's real good friends with Dave Clawson. And he says, Mike, he goes, he goes, I won. And he says that they have a couple injuries. They have a couple guys who might not play. And I'm like, oh. And he goes, well, Wisconsin might have the same thing. Like, um, the Florida. We, we should Florida, point We should point out, by the way, that is a Wednesday game. Uh, so And oh, Florida, sorry. Oklahoma. Oh, I'm sorry. So Both, we'll know by the time this So airs. we'll know by the time this airs. So. Let me ask you a question. Because I, I, is If, the, if uh, Wake Forest won, then Mike's going to be on the phone with Dean. Well, yeah, yeah. But if, I'm these, if I'm giving these out, you can go back and say Mike was either right or wrong, wrong. or whatever. Yeah. Um. The the one game is Florida is going. That's to Wednesday down. night. It's okay. It's top four receivers are not playing. Okay. Against two, Oklahoma, two of them pulled out of the game. The tight end who who's like an all American from from Archbishop Wood, Kyle Kyle Pitts. Yep. He's really good. None of these guys are playing. No. Now I don't know what. In the overall, I don't know if Florida, but Oklahoma is giving three and a half. And what bowl game is that, Kevin? That is the Cotton Bowl. Okay, I'm taking Oklahoma. Okay, and and I like look. I love the Florida court. Oklahoma's played really well the second half of the season. They've been they lost two games early. They avenged the one loss, and the over under seventy. Now, if all the guys were playing, and I might still take the over because Florida plays no defense, and Oklahoma plays no defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, this could be, but I just don't know how many points Florida is going to score with all these guys out. But I just see, to me, that line should be more like a touchdown, and it may be by the time they play. And, I, I, I don't know. And I should say before we really get into the picks, the the picks that you'll be able to pick because it'll be on because the Florida Oklahoma game is uh, will be over. Will be I'm sorry, over. Uh, we should point out that our betting segment is sponsored by Foxbet. Uh, download the Foxbet app right now. And you can log in and play Super Six for a shot to win Terry Bradshaw. They probably money. want me to log in and, and play something. <laughs> That's right. It would, it would, their stock would go up. That's right. Here's another game. Now uh, you tell me this probably is already going to be played. So I'm sorry. 
Cincinnati's getting in six and a half against Georgia or seven. That the that's on that's on New, that's on I believe New Year's Day. Okay. Uh it's in Atlanta, so mm-hmm. that's obviously an advantage for Georgia. And Georgia's probably the better team. I'm not but I don't think this Georgia team's great. And I think Cincinnati's pretty good. I could have this totally wrong, and the SEC team could win by two or three touchdowns. I think Cincinnati, and we've seen this game happen a lot lately, you know, and, and sometimes it works one way and you know you the team that has motivation to play well against the team that's just going through the motions yeah but, but george is good so i mean i just i did i think cincinnati i wouldn't be surprised if cincinnati won this game outright um i think they're pretty good i i, I think it'll be a lower scoring game i don't think it'll be a real real high scoring game. So anyway and there was one other game i was looking at and you can tell me when this one's being played uh carolina getting seven and a half against a and m that's saturday in the Orange I Bowl. think I like the Carolinas. And I know AM's got I mean, look, AM can approach this one of two ways. They can go win the game big and say, see, we should have been in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Especially if Notre Dame loses or Ohio State, whatever. But I think Carolina's pretty good. And I think they're going to be they killed Temple last year, right? Wasn't that the, the game where they won by like 50? But I think Carolina's pretty good. And seven and a half just seems like a little lot. It but, does. You know. Um, I, I just went against. I just went against three SEC teams. What does that tell you? Yeah, I know which one you're not going against. Don't bet on that. Pal. <laughs> Don't bet on that. Uh, on my non-national championship game picks, I'm going to take Northwestern. I'll lay the three in the Citrus Bowl over Auburn. I saw that. I saw who, yeah, who North- are they laying three to Auburn. I'm going against yeah. the SEC. What the hell's wrong with me? I, I just here's the thing. I think Auburn's a better team, and Northwestern. They obviously played well against Ohio State. I don't know what the hell to make of Auburn. Yeah, I have no Northwestern idea has a way of ugling up games. Yeah, but they got a new coach. So I mean, who the hell knows? Northwestern? No, no, no. Auburn. They fired. Um, yeah, Kazan. yeah. That's the other. That's part of the reason I'm taking Northwestern. Yeah. Yeah, it, well, it's a little different, you know. The team might react. Oh, no, actually, they hired the Boise State guy, right? Yeah, but he's not well, going to be coaching. Coach in this game, right? Right. Okay, yeah. it's going to be assistant. Bo Nix. Bo Nix turns the ball over way too much, and when you're going up against Northwestern, you better not turn the ball over. When was the last time? Think about that. The Northwestern beat an SEC team. Whew. Ah, that's got to be a while. While, yeah. Yeah, where's that game being played? That's that's a Citrus Bowl, Orlando. It's in Florida, okay. Okay. Uh, in proof that there's too many bowls, I'll take North Carolina State, Eden three, getting two and a half over Kentucky, four and six. You know what, Kevin? I, I, I Until you brought that up, because I was looking at the games, I didn't really pay as much. You're going against the SEC again. Uh-huh. Uh, NC State. Had one of the best seasons of anybody who now I look I don't know who they who flew they under played. the radar right they were picked to be like uh, you know sub five hundred they mm-hmm. weren't supposed to be that good and you, you may be right there I mean that may be I don't know much look I don't know much about either of those teams but you're right NC State and they could be capping off like that would be a huge game for them yep and oh, I don't oh, know what the hell Kentucky even thinks th- about this that is game. the this is the second tier bowls here. Okay? Where's that game at? That's the Jacksonville. That's the Gator Bowl. Okay. Okay. Meanwhile, in the Outback Bowl in Tampa, Indiana six and one is an eight point favorite over Ole Miss. You realize you've just picked three games in Florida. I have picked three games in Florida. I picked against the SEC in every one. I'm taking Indiana, laying the six or laying the eight rather against Miss. 
against Ole Miss. That's Lane Kiffin's team? Yep, who's four and five. Yeah, the only problem I have there is that Indiana's quarterback is out. Yeah. And I know the guy's played a couple games. I think Indiana's real. Uh, that's it. I, that, I just think that might be a little much. Okay. I, I, I don't know. It, it, I, I don't know because I don't know what if Mississippi will care. Like, you know, I, that's I, that's yeah. a big problem. I think there. Yeah. I think that's a major factor in a lot of these. But games. you're laying a touchdown now. I mean, you know, Indiana could play a good game and win by three. You know, I don't know. It's um, yeah, I don't think Mississippi's going to care one iota about that game. But you're, yeah, uh, and, and plus, uh, Sean Scott, who is the running back for Indiana, really good. Probably his last game there. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't be surprised if uh, he has a big game. All right, okay. let's do the two national semis. Do you want to go first? Uh, the first well, game is is the Rose Bowl. Yeah, this in, is in, what in I'll Arlington. Say about, look, I, we've talked about Notre Dame for you. I have a real good friend of mine is a big Notre Dame guy, and as he put it, he goes, "Look, after they lost to Clemson, he goes, look, I know I'm going to take a lot of flack, but at least they have a chance. They're in. I would have signed up for this in September, which I told him." I told this guy back in the summer, I said, you're going to play Clemson. You have a chance to be unbeaten going into the Clemson game. And he's like, oh, I'm not. And I know the schedule changed a little bit and all that. But I said, no, you could be and you know, whatever. Notre Dame, since the BCS came in, is 0-6 in either BCS games, playoff games, or like what they, what they, what they have called, what would have called a New Year's Day ball. And all of those games they've lost by double digits. You know, and, and some we know have been really bad. Um, I just have – don't ask me why, Kevin, because I, I think Bama's going to win the game. I think it would be a, a really huge upset. But nobody is giving them any chance. And I wouldn't – I'm not excited about this, but I think I would take the 20 and just say I think Notre Dame's going to play a decent game and maybe lose by 10. But I don't say that with a lot of confidence because Alabama – I think this might be the best team or one of the best teams Saban's had. And the team that Notre Dame played in 212 was one of the best teams. Mm-hmm. Ever that was a different team, though. That offensive line was all. This defense isn't great. Now, obviously, they only scored three against Clemson. They got to score some points. And the problem is Alabama could get into the 40s. But I'm not thrilled about the game. But I think just for, you know, for just giggles. I, I would lean towards the Irish getting three touchdowns. Might I, not be enough. I, I, I'm scared to death of this game getting like 50 to 10 range. And this is why as an Notre Dame fan. I just watched their secondary get torched by Clemson. Okay? Yeah, now you got the three wide, all these wide receivers. And now you got all these wide receivers and Devontae Smith being the prime one who was named all, AP Player of the Year today. Was the AP Player of the Year, which is a foretelling of perhaps the Heisman. We don't know. I really believe this is going to get ugly. Well, it could. I mean, look, anybody playing Alabama, it could get ugly. Um, and, and that and that's good. what my that was my next point. I don't think if Notre Dame gets blown out here. That people should look at this as, oh God, it's Notre Dame again. No, it's not the old Notre no, Dame. No, no, it's, no, it's, no, 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 no. Alabama's no, that no. good. Alabama could hang that on Clemson. But, but in the problem 10 is days. we've seen this game. That's the problem. But Kevin. the problem. Is, but the problem with college ba- football is we've seen these games. No, 
The problem here, Notre Dame does not have the athletes to no, they don't. in the field with teams like Clemson nope. and You're teams right. like Bama. That's just the way, and maybe even like in Ohio State. Mm-hmm. It, you know, but we've just, it, 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 Notre Dame, look, and I understand Brian Kelly got asked about it and he kind of pushed, and I don't play, look, he's sticking up for his team and his program. It, it's, it, it's just, we've seen so many of these games in the last 20 years where Notre Dame has gotten in so, so to speak, mm-hmm. and then just got trashed. Yep. And all I'm saying is, I think maybe this time they don't get totally trashed. I wouldn't bet. Yeah, I wouldn't put real. Yeah, it's so easy to bet Bam in this game. It yeah. is, and every and Bam is probably going, and, and and rightfully so. You know, maybe the line should be 28. I don't know, but I just have a goofy, stupid feeling. And as bad as Notre Dame looked against Clemson, you know, I think that's fueling a little bit of it too. Mm-hmm. I just see Bama winning by, like, two touchdowns, you know, instead of four touchdowns. All right, so let's flip to the uh, to the other semifinal, Clemson and uh, Ohio State in the Sugar Bowl. You know, on paper, in my mind, this should be a Clemson romp, okay? Clemson has the better team. Clemson has the better quarterback. Justin Fields does not look good in big spots. Um, The line is seven. And I hate saying it this way. That's seven and a half, excuse me. That's almost making me think about taking Ohio State. Because while my instinct is that uh, Clemson is the far better team, there's just been enough in this build-up to this game with Dabo's little, you know, whether he meant it to or not, given the bulletin board material by picking a high state 11. Um, I don't know. It, it, it feels like this is an Ohio state makes this a lot closer than people think. Kind I of think you're, you're, uh, look, I, I'm, I'm take, I would take Ohio state in seven and a half because I took them. I, I think I took them. I'm trying to remember last year, but Ohio state could have won that game last year. Yeah. Now, last year's last year. This year's this they year. Were, they were better last year. Ohio State I was better you, last year. I agree. Your comment about Clemson being way better, I think, is wrong. I, I think it's wrong. I, I, Clemson is very good. I'm not knocking Clemson. I don't think Clemson is a whole lot better than Ohio State. you got to remember, before the Northwestern game, and even before the Indiana game, and in the Indiana game, the quarterback played, and they were up they were up big in that game, and Indiana yeah. scored a couple times late. We were talking about Ohio State or people around, as this Ohio State team might be the best team in the country. Their first three or four games, they were cr- yeah, they weren't playing anybody. I get it. Clemson hasn't played a whole lot either. Okay, and and, and all I'm saying is, I think Ohio State. They didn't look good against Northwestern. They hadn't played in like three weeks. I think we're going to see a big time effort. Now maybe it won't be enough. Maybe Clemson's that good that they're going to win by. But I think they've probably been thinking about this game all year after what happened last year. I just think the first game probably isn't going to be a good game. You know, I I, I just think the second game is going to be a game. Let me let me out some way. Let, let me give you one stat on Justin Fields, though. And this is where I, I fear for him because I think one of the more. Well, this is why he shouldn't be the second pick in the draft. Well, yeah. But that's another story. But this is but this is this lends to I think a thing that people do, and this is going on the other side of this. Justin Fields has struggled this year because the Ohio State offensive line has really not protected him well. He's had, in six games, he's been sacked eighteen times. 
Okay. Uh, there is, I think, one of the things. They're going to have to hold up against the Clemson line, which had a lot of success last week against, or in the last game against Notre Dame, in getting in Ian Book's face and disrupting his rhythm. Yeah, but but the first time Notre Dame played them, what did Notre Dame do? Uh, no, they ran well, for like 200. Yeah, but they also missed three. They also missed three of those guys. I, I understand that. I, I, I get all that. But last week, the Ohio State running back ran for like, or the, the last game, you know, a lot. 300 and some. Now, I'm just saying is, I think Ryan Day's a pretty good coach. Yeah, I do too. Dabo Swinney. You know, Dabo's won two titles. I get all that. He's got the better quarterback. He's got the, I, I, I he's got 810. I just think you're going to see, we're going to see a really good effort from Ohio State because of all the people who've been putting them down. All, all the. Yeah. I'm not saying they're going to win the game outright, um, but I wouldn't be shocked if they did. I think we're probably going to see Clemson Bama because that's what you know. I don't know if that's what everyone wants to see because we've seen it, but yeah, it I, seems like that's the two best teams. I, I think everybody's tired um, of it. Can you imagine? What do you think? What kind of thing you, odds do you think Vegas would give me on a Notre Dame Ohio State final? Wow. <laughs> that could be a little off the chart. Oh yeah, that would be. That would be. I'm gonna tell you something. If Notre Dame wins this game, Notre Dame is winning. The I'm not going to say it's the greatest upset in college football history because yeah, I mean I would have to go back and look it. But I'm gonna tell you something. It's going to be right up there. Yeah. It's going to be. You know, you're a 20 point underdog in a national semi, and you've gotten blown out five or six times in the last 20 years in similar spots. Um. It would be something. Yeah, I don't would. think Notre Dame's capable of it, but you know, um, Bama still has to go out and do it. And um, you know, I, I mean, God, if Nick if Nick wins, it would be his seventh title. Do I have that right? Yep. Well, there was a story today. I actually, you know, I'm going to interrupt this gambling segment to bring this up. Uh, there was a television reporter in um, Alabama who criticized. Somebody on the Rose Bowl conference call. And by the way, it's weird saying Rose Bowl when you know the game's not in Pasadena. Oh, I forgot about that. You're right. Um, My bad. Right. It, hey, in 1941, they moved it to North Carolina. You know why? Because the Japanese had just invaded Pearl Harbor. Bomb Pearl Things Harbor, yeah. moved. So it's not the first time the Rose Bowl's been moved. No. But let's hope it's the last time. <laughs> That's true. That it has to be moved. But a young, a college reporter referred to him as Saban. Yesterday on the on the Zoom call, mm-hmm. and Nick didn't think anything of it, but this television reporter in Alabama, and I retweeted it today, put out a long Facebook post and tweeted it out, basically saying it is disrespectful to call Nick Saban anything different than Coach Saban. Not Nick. Coach Saban is the only thing acceptable to call him, and I'm like. Well, he's an idiot. Exactly. Like, it's not the Pope. It's not a presidential do you, title. Do you remember, uh, it's like when people used to call Ed Snyder Mr. Snyder. Yeah. And One time I turned to Michael Barkan, I, I said, Mike, can I call him Ed? And, and Mike laughed, but I said, well, why are we calling him Mr. Snyder? I, I mean, not, and no disrespect. Right. I, I didn't mean it that way, but, you know, when I, when, uh, who, who was the guy for the Phillies that we loved um, um, that passed away uh, like a year ago? Why am I drawing a blank? Oh, our friend at the Sports Writers Association. Come on, help me out here, Kevin. Um, drawing a blank. No, oh God, what? Oh God, the, the greatest guy. You know, oh God. Uh, this oh, pop, David pop. Montgomery. David Montgomery. Dave Montgomery. I never called him Mr. Montgomery. 
<laughs> it was, no, I called him David. I called him David. And he would have got mad if you called him Mr. Montgomery. Well, there, there was, there, uh, and my friend Leslie Goodell would always say that Mr. Snyder would always tell her, call me Ed. Yeah, but and that's fine. Look, it, it, was, it, was, it was a term of endearment, I guess. Sure. Term of, um, but I remember when I covered Mike Patton at CB West, and there was a reporter up there, great guy. And I'm, I'm, I can see his face, but but I can't remember. It's been oh, 25 years since I've seen him. Mike Gibson? Oh, what was that? Mike Gibson? No, 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 no. I remember Mike Gibson. It was the tall guy. Neil? Is it Neil? Yeah, I, I know who you're talking about. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Good guy. Good guy. He always called him coach. Yeah. He ain't always called him Coach Patton, but when we were talking in an interview, like, I have to coach. And I, I, I just, I never called Mike coach. I just called him Mike. Oh. But that's me. You know, um... Yeah, but I mean, think about what's at stake here. If Nick wins, I mean, Nick might already be the greatest college football coach of all time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could certainly make that argument. If he wins this, he's got more than Bear Bryant. Yep. Um. Okay, whatever. And he's and he ain't done yet, I nope. guess. Nope. But if Dabo wins. Dabo's on his way to. Three. He's in, halfway. In five years, right? Three and five. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's every other year he's won it. Yeah. yeah. He, he won it in 17. He won it in 15. Okay. Um. So you, you you really want to? I just... mean, he's won in eighteen and sixteen. I'm sorry, he won it with Deshaun Watson mm-hmm. the one time, and he won one with Trevor ago. Lawrence. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, th- three and five years, and and I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, he would be right up there, getting very close to saving. Can't you know? imagine what that ego would be like at that point. But go ahead. I look look if he never wins another national title in his life. Oh, I know. His ego ain't going to change. No. That's, look, and all these guys are like that. I, I guarantee if, the, if, if Urban Meyer was like that. Right. Um, that's what makes those guys those guys. All right. So it's like people used to ask me all the time, like, why is Tiger Woods like that? I said, well, he's like that because that's why he's Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson is Phil Mickelson. And I didn't mean any anything bad about Phil, but Tiger was an, a prick, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. And that's what made him a 15-time major champion. Yes, it does. All right. So, you know. so let's get to um, – Do you think – so you would take we, – we're both on Ohio State is what we're saying. Yes, we are. You, and you're taking Bama? I'm taking Bama. Okay, that's fair. Um, hold on, But you're going to be rooting for the Irish. Yeah. Oh, I, I hope I'm wrong. Hey, I'll let me be ask dancing. you a question, Kevin. Let's say it's the end of the third quarter. Yeah. Irish are up three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I'll give it 24-21. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What are you going to be feeling at that point? Probably probably disbelief. <laughs> to be blunt. No, but honest. I mean your emotions. Because at that point, uh, I'll be honest, Mike, Mike, I am works, so right? Mike, I am so at this point not invested in this. Uh because I No, I, don't. I totally get that. But while you would be thinking the worst, you know, you're thinking Bama's going to score three touchdowns. In the, but some part of you I would, would be sitting there going, oh, my God, we're 15 minutes away from this? Oh, Knowing my dread, I would go, oh, great, 15 minutes from losing the Clemson again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, here we go. But see, then you'd really have to root for Ohio State. Oh, tell me about it. And you know, actually, it's going to don't take this the wrong Ohio State Notre Dame probably would be a good game. It'd be a real good game. 
Yeah, and they could play it up in Ann Arbor or something. They could, they could. <laughs> as opposed to Miami. No, that ain't happening. No, but they'll go to the big house and, and yeah. play it, and, and just so uh, Harbaugh flip the coin. Yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. NFL. Uh, I I assume you would want me to just list the games and we'll go down them here. Well, not, well, I actually wrote some games down. Oh, okay, good. Go ahead. No. Okay. And like I said, I these are like totally not a lot of investment in, in time or energy. Um, I'll give me the Rams are home, giving a point and a half to the Arizonas. Uh, I don't know which quarter. I know Goff's not playing. Right. I'm not sure about Murray. Um, the, the Arizonas have been a little bit of a disappointment to me. Um, I kind of like the Rams in this spot, giving a point and a half. I don't know why, because um. I have no clue why you would either without Jared Goff, but okay. I just think they're going to win the game. Okay. I, I don't, you know, backup quarterbacks do win games in this league. I think their their coach is probably good enough to come up with some kind of a game plan. Um, do they need to win that game to get into play? I'm, I'm losing track. Of I, I will, I will give you the scenario if. Um, the Rams are in right now, I think. Yeah. Um, but do they have to win? The Rams have to, the Rams have to win or make sure they're not part of a three way, or they'll need the Bears to lose. So, and the Bears probably aren't. Oh no, the Bears are playing Green Bay. Okay, yeah. Um, I I think I just think the Rams are going to win. Uh, that that's all. It's probably stupid because Murray will probably play and throw for three touchdowns, and Goff's replacement will get intercepted five times. So, um, here's another one I was looking at. How about the Lions at home getting seven off the Vikes? Wow, now that game means nothing. I right? was just going to say that game means absolutely nothing, and that might mean the Vikes don't even show up, right? And it also might mean no Matt Stafford in that game either. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. No, you think the Lions would do that, huh? Okay. I mean, well, he's then, been he he was injured last week against the. I Bucks. didn't know that. Okay, okay. So so whatever. See, this is what I'm saying. How about this one? I'll leave the two NFC East games till to, to last. How about the Raiders giving two at Denver? Uh, that's interesting. That means, no, that means nothing, right? The means Raiders nothing. Yeah, yeah. Raiders are out. I just don't like Denver. No, I, I, I. You have made that clear this year. I don't. I, I think that coach and they, they said he's coming back, and that's fine. Yeah. That that team stunk for like ever since Manning left there. Yeah. That team stunk, and John Elway can't find a freaking quarterback. But that's okay. All right, I'll give you a couple of mine. One, I'll take the call. Colts, I'll lay the 14 against the Jaguars. The Jaguars literally have nothing to play for. They know they're the number one seed. They know that they the head coach is likely gone. Do the, the Colts need to win? The Colts need to win. And somebody has to help them, right? Well, they need either the Browns or the Dolphins or the Ravens to lose. And okay, the Ravens. Okay, I know the Browns get the Steelers. At hold, home. hold on, let, let me let me give you the other aspect on the Colts. Sure, revenge game because the Colts are the Jaguars. Only win was against the Colts against early the Colts. in the uh, game one of the year. I'm okay. taking the Colts. I'll lay the fourteen. I, I hate laying fourteen. I know, I, but I, I don't. Yeah, but that okay. team is that team gave up forty to Mitch Trubisky last. I week. know. I, hey, the Bears are playing good. You know, I mean, I. I'm gonna. I can't, I can't believe it, but they are. I'm gonna take the Cowboys laying three on the road at Giant at the Meadowlands against I the Giants. Got two and a half on that one, but it could be three. I'm with you on that. I, I, I think you. the Giants have hit the wall. You don't know yes. what Daniel Jones is at this point. 
I think the Cowboys have found something offensively over the last three weeks. It's been against awful teams, but the Giants are kind of an awful team too. So Dallas, and here's my other one. I'm taking the Eagles, getting a point at home against whatever quarterback the Washingtons are throwing out there. I don't care. Um, Dallas is going to win this division. After everybody in Philadelphia was laughing their asses off when they, 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 you know that that game when they came in here with me as the quarterback, and you know we all wrote them off as we should, probably should have, they're going to win the division because I think the Washing I think the Eagles are going to win this week, and I don't know because look they haven't played well in this in the second half of games uh, lately. I just think the Eagles it's a pick 'em game. Uh, I don't know if Washington Washington might actually get helped by not having Haskins. Mm-hmm. So, but I just think in my head, the Eagles are going to win and Dallas is going to win and Dallas is going to get to the playoffs and Jerry Jones is going to be seen on TV at a playoff game. And it, and it's going to hurt the Dallas team because they're going to think that they accomplished something. <laughs> which which actually, look, they, that would have given them, what, five wins in their last six games? Is that right? I believe so, yeah. Which, you know, hey, look. That's, if they had done that here in Philadelphia, we'd be sitting there going, hey, the Eagles won five or the last six, like we did last year. Yep. I'm going to take the Packers, lay the five and a half at Soldier Field against the Bears to knock the Bears out of the playoffs. Um, Is that a re- what happened the first time they played? Uh, the Packers rolled them. Uh, rolled them? It was okay. Thanksgiving weekend. And, and the one thing also, this game has mucho meaning for the Packers uh, because if the Packers lose it, Odds are they're not getting home field in the NFC. And with the only one bye this year, I think you're going to see teams play hard who have, you know, obviously in the NFC, you got three teams still up. You have Seattle, you have New Orleans, and you have Green Bay. Getting home field, I think, and I understand it's not the crowd and everything, but you take the Saints or the Seahawks and put them in that element in Lambeau, it's the biggest home field advantage there has. They know that the path through the Super Bowl can go through Lambeau. I think they want to blow the Bears out of the playoffs. I think they will. So I think Aaron Rodgers makes it a personal mission to knock Chicago out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Big, I, 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 I mean, love I, those rivalry I games. What, I just know the Bears have been playing well. I know the Packers have been playing really well. I, I you know, um, yeah, I mean, look, right now it, it's hard to – betting against Aaron Rodgers, just like it's it's hard to bet against the Chiefs, although the Chiefs have only covered like one of their last seven games. Yeah. They are 14-1. and one, one. Which is awful hard to do, by the way. It is. Uh, um, now, they they will not play anybody this week, apparently. It doesn't. No, and the Chargers are like a like a five-point favorite, I think, at KC. And, and, you know, it's weird. And this is the dynamic now with the new playoff format of – you're going to have teams playing hard in the NFC. Everybody has something to play for. Um, you know, the Bucks are the Bucks are in the playoffs. The Bucks are a wild card. So you would think normally it doesn't matter to the Bucks, but the Bucks now can pretty much, if they beat the Falcons this week, guarantee that they're going to, if they they'll play whoever the NFC East champion is, and that's a lot better. Than I, th- who, I thought they were already guaranteed that. No. No, they can actually still. There's a scenario they can fall back to play Seattle or um, New York. No, you want to you want to play the Cowboys. You want to play the Cowboys or, or, the, or Washington or whoever the Giants, it's not the Eagles, right? Uh, uh, yeah, I disagree. Isn't it amazing. I, that the other three teams can all still win this. Yeah, yeah, it's an indictment. 
It's an indictment uh, on what the Eagles are. It, it's just... Think about this, though. The Eagles... Think of the games the Eagles have blown. I mean... You know, no, they, no, 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 no. Think of the games they've won, Kevin. They're yeah. closer to being a one or two win team... Than a seven win team. You're right. Be a Dallas team that had... With Ben DiNucci. With okay. Ben DiNucci. They've, uh, they've they, beat one starting quarterback this year. They beat Daniel the Jones. That was it. Was the Giants game that the tight end has the catch? Yeah, drops the ball, and then Wentz makes the fantastic pass and catch. Um, and then who else did they beat? They beat well, the, the, the they 49ers beat the, with their third string quarterback with Nick Mullins, and he was driving them down the field. Yeah, like at the and, end of the game, and um, they and they beat the Saints with Taysom Hill. Exactly, and look, the Saints are a good team. I'm not taking that away from them, but, the, but it's Taysom Hill. Beat, yeah. Um, the Eagles could very easily this year be like a right now like two twelve and one. You see, I disagree with you on the Eagles this week. I think the Eagles lose this week, and, and you may be right, Kevin. They may right. they, they, you're right. They, they, Washington may came up may come up here with a purpose. I may be totally over the whatever. quarterback thing. Obviously, I think you're going to see Alex Smith probably as the quarterback. Oh wait a minute! Whoa, 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 whoa. Then, then take that. Everything I said, if Alex Smith plays, there is no way the Eagles win. Alex Smith almost played last week, so I would assume oh, that. No, well, then forget it. Forget everything I said. The Cowboys aren't going to the playoffs. Um, <laughs> Ron, no. No. I, if Alex Smith was playing, they would have already clinched the division. Yeah. I think I Alex mean, Smith comes in this week. I think Alex Smith comes in this week and he plays. It is amazing that this guy had this injury, too. And think about this. Now, this, everybody forgets this. The Redskins, as they were still called then, were 6-2 and two when Alex Smith goes down mm-hmm. in 2018. Yep. The Eagles never make the playoffs that year Nope. if Alex Smith don't go down. Nope. Think about that. Well, the Eagles made it as a wild card, but the Eagles... But the Eagles would not, not have, have Washington passed Washington. You're right. Right. They would have, And I don't think they would have beat Dallas out for the wild card because they didn't beat Dallas out for the division because they no. both won nine games, I think, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. The Eagles probably don't make the playoffs that year if Alex Smith doesn't get hurt. Mm-hmm. If Alex Smith doesn't get hurt this year, Redskins would have already clinched. I mean, how well, good Washington, is that yeah. guy? For a guy who's, what do you call it, a game manager or whatever they want, his record, if you go back to Kansas City or whatever, he's like 30 games or 20, over 500 as a starter in his career. Yep. You know, and I know he's not a, he's not going to the Hall of Fame, and, and I, I get all that. And there's a real there's a real question of like, if you're an Eagle, what are you playing for this week? You're you're you playing for Doug's job, maybe. Well, you're right, Kevin. Uh, I mean, I think you're playing for Jalen Hurts. I mean, that's basically you. As goofy, look, this sounds goofy, but you, you I'm sure you'd rather go out with a win than a loss, even though it doesn't mean anything. You know. But there are probably a couple guys on that team that might be playing for something. I, I don't know this. Um, although they don't have much left anyway, like no, as far right. as the the, the 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 personnel they have. And See, the I other, just, I thought Washington, or I thought the the uh, Washington was going to be playing their third their third quarterback, and That's maybe they I will. But but I don't ball. think you make the move on Dwayne yeah, Haskins yeah, the way yeah, they yeah. do unless you get Alex Smith in. Here's the other part of this, okay? We saw Carson Wentz have trouble with that Washington defense in week one. And we've seen how good Washington's defense has been. Yeah, but of his own doing, though. Well, some of it, but 
I, you know, we're talking about how a rookie has been exposed a little bit in the second halves the last couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, but they, they were, look, if West against lesser defenses, interception at the end of the first half that shouldn't have even been thrown. And that wasn't Washington's defense. That was Carson. And then the one he threw early in the second half and kept giving Washington short fields. Now, look, I'm not saying Jalen's not going to turn the ball over. He, he, You're right. Washington's front seven's really good. Um, and and yeah, Sanders is not going to be able to get the push that they need. Yeah. Remember, he didn't play in the first game, I believe. But, but here's the thing. Doug's going to run the ball a lot. <laughs> because, because if you know Doug Peterson, he loves to run the football. Jonathan Vilma, did he do any prep for that game? Any? No. They, they Look, here, here, look, I'm not going to crush Doug. For, it was the same thing we went, used to go through with Andy. The NFL is not about running the football. Oh, I get okay? it. Okay? When you have Derrick Henry, you run the football. When you have Dobbins, who maybe the Eagles could have drafted, I don't know. You run the – I get all the running the football. When you fall behind at a certain point – You got to throw down 20, you're going to throw the ball almost yeah. every play. That's just, But where Doug screws up is, is when it's still a tight game and a relatively tight game, even if you're down 10 and it's, it's early in the third quarter or whatever – you can't just abandon it because one play lost four yards. You know, he gave the ball to Miles Sanders the one time. It was a goofy play. They lost four yards. And then they never – that was it. And that's where it's not in Doug's DNA just like it wasn't in Andy's DNA. Uh-huh. Now, Andy might run the ball more now that he's KC, but, but they're not going to do it. You, you can sit here until the cows come up. They are not going to do it because they don't know. It's not in their blood. They want to throw the football. Yeah. And that's why when you maybe a Frank Reich, maybe that's what he provided. I don't know this. Maybe he was the guy who whispered in Doug's ear once in a while, hey, Doug, maybe we got to do this. And, and that maybe that's why it works so well. I, I, I don't know. You know, but it, it's just, you, you knew what was going to happen. Oh, yeah. Okay. As no soon doubt. as they got behind, they were- even when it was just 20 to 17, but then Dallas came out and scored the TD real quick, and you knew that's it. No more runs. Well, you know? which leads to the question, what do you expect Monday? Do you expect anything uh, I Monday? It's going, I don't think it's going to happen that fast um, because I don't know if anything's going to happen, to be honest. I would if imagine we, there, has, there has to be some change. Kevin, there could be, have could to be Jim, Kevin. Well, it could be Jim Schwartz. It could be. I'm, I'm saying but, coordinator. But that ain't change. Is he, that that ain't change? If it isn't Howie or Doug or both, there's not change. I don't want to hear about it. You know, last year Doug came out and told you what he was going to do, and then the next day they did something different. Um, it, you you have to, and I'm not sure Jim, Jim Schwartz is the biggest problem. Although, you know, the way he wants to play defense, maybe it is. I'm I'm not. I just think this team where it is right now needs needs a hand grenade. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think Howie's you you've talked about this a lot. Howie has been a horrible GM the last three years. In 17, he was great. He won a Super Bowl. And that may be the overriding factor on deciding his fate. I just don't but his draft picks and stuff. Look at the salary cap hell they're in. Yep. And he's supposed, that's where he's supposed to be good because the problem was when they won the Super Bowl, they wanted to win more Super Bowls. Mm -hmm. And you had the quarterback, 
So now they start going out and getting all these high-priced older guys, and it's backfiring on them because they haven't won another Super Bowl. They won yep. four games this year. Now they're in a problem. It's it's a problem, and he's created that problem. Yeah, yes. But so I would throw a hand grenade. I would I would go you know boom. Now that doesn't solve all your problems. No, you still have a quarter. I just don't think in my heart of hearts. I don't think that Doug and Wentz can make it work. No, again. I agree. Here's so, my here's my okay. final plea. Okay, this is my final plea before Black Monday. Okay. You you think something's going to happen Monday? I think so. All right. I don't, and and I don't. and this is why I think something has to happen. Okay? And I think this is where no, Jeff, but something have like no no, I agree with you. Something having to happen but something no, happening. But this Monday. is why I think because I don't think Jeff's a dumb guy. Okay? Right. Has this, he ever done that before like when he fired some of these other guys? Was it the Monday after the season? Oh yeah. He fired Andy well, he fired Chip the 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 week before. Right, I know that. Right, I, I remember. He that. fired Andy on. But the, we all knew Andy was gone, right? Yeah, I they we, he fired him literally within like the hour of uh, right. the press conference concluding at the Meadowlands. Right, which which means he 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 knew two weeks before that. Yeah, he, was he he's okay. th- there's there's been mercy on both Cotite. How about the guy? How about the guy? Ro- Ro- Rhodes he, Rhodes was the same deal. Okay. Okay. Um. And, and again, I'll keep bringing the stat up. Every one of Jeff Lurie's coaches who's been fired has a job the following year as a head coach. So, right. Where did Ray Rhodes go? Denver? Uh, Green Bay for a year. Oh, Green Bay. As the head coach? As the head coach. Replaced Mike, Ho- replaced Mike Holmgren. And then Mike McCarthy came in after that? No. There was, no. no, it was uh, uh, the guy, Mike Sherman, was in between. Mike Sherman, boy, there's a name from the past. Yeah. Um, so, so you what you're telling me then is you think Jeff already has his mind made up? I I would do. think Jeff has his mind made up, whether he's keeping and him or you, getting rid of him. Okay, and you think that Howie's back? Unfortunately, yes. Okay. Um, see, I think Howie has a job for life, unless unless the Eagles I I, I don't rule out the fact that Howie could have somebody brought in to draft for him. So, so if you do that, let, let's say you do that. Mm-hmm. You think in that draft room, because I've been told, or what I've been reading lately. That Jeff has that a lot Lord, of say. Lori has a lot of power yeah. in that draft room. Okay. Maybe, Je- maybe Jeff, as he's approaching 70, wants to step back a little bit. I don't know. Okay. But if you're, if you're Howie, mm-hmm. first of all, if they bring a guy in to kind of help you out or do whatever, you think Howie's going to. Just say, okay, you do the drafts. Well, what's your option? It's that or you don't have a job. Well, but I'm not sure that Jeff's ready to go that far. Well, See, I don't know. And then the other part of that is, Kevin, you're basically telling him, I like the job you're doing with the cap. Well, because the only but, but again, I, I, I think I think the cap thing... My God, I'm apologizing for cap, Howie. I think the cap thing was also done out of Jeff's push for trying to win a second one. And I, I give you that. But Kevin... They're seventy million dollars over see, with and, a quarterback the, who's going to count for thirty-four or whatever the hell it's going to be. Right, a wide, two wide receivers, a kicker, and yeah. I think the kicker's the least of that. But and like four defensive linemen that are going to count for whatever. I just don't even see how you're going to field a team next my, year. Mike, my, my, you're preaching to the choir. But this is where I actually want to say, and this is my plea to Jeff. My plea is, if you're going to do it, it, like, 
this job is still appealing, okay? If if you lose, you're going to have a top five pick, okay? If you lose, you're going to have a, a, a you know you're going to probably have an ability to have a clean slate. There's going to be no expectations next year. Whoever comes in can can t- kind of trim the deadwood off. You're the talking roster. about a coach now, a coach slash GM. If if you make a, a double switch. If the GM th- ain't, you're not switching to GM. Well, but if you do lob the hand grenade in. Right, but that ain't happening. No, but I'm just saying, if it did, uh, this is my plea for Jeff to do the clean sweep. This becomes an appealing spot because you can decide on what you're going to do with, with, with you know, the quarterback. You do See, have look, but they're all appealing spots. Kevin, there's 30 jobs like this in the world. Or thirty, I, I lose. You're track. also in a division that allows you quick movement. It, 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 forget all that. I, the, the Jacksonville jobs and attractive. Every job is attractive because there's only thirty of them. Okay, when you they think call Detroit's attractive, Carolina and say, "Do you want one of these jobs?" Yeah, thirty hands go up. Well, yeah, you might not get Vince Lombardi, but I'm saying, I'm saying to get somebody good. You're you're going to get somebody good, but if uh, the problem is. If a, for first, there's always going to be candidates, and there's always going to be good candidates. It's it's a matter of choosing the right candidate, whoever that might be. When they got Andy Reid, they chose the right guy. Mm-hmm. When they chose Doug Peterson, they chose the right guy. He won a Super Bowl two years later. I don't want to hear about how he had this. Or that. He won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay, maybe that's not good enough. Maybe he's not the guy anymore. The problem is if you keep the GM. I don't care if you have the top picket. Well, if you were getting Trevor Lawrence, maybe, but you still have issues. But if you keep Howie, any coach you bring in here, the first question they're going to ask is, well, what was Doug talking about there where he says he doesn't have enough say? And and this that that's the questions yeah. that you're going to have to broach. Whereas I think Doug was so uh this is going to sound wrong, thankful to have a job. That yeah. that that yeah, that he was well, willing to pretty well, much accept and, and and play this out as but as we as we look. Okay, the top guys who are going to be Lincoln Riley from Oklahoma. He's not going to come here with Howie. He's not. Uh, yeah, I'm and I'm not sold on Lincoln Riley. But 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 I'm just saying if you want no. the offensive guy, Eric B. Enemy, Eric B. Enemy is going to have his choice of jobs. Is he going to want to work for Howie? I don't know. After uh, you don't, and also you don't think Andy's going to be in Eric B. Enemy's ear going, "Hey, look what they did to Doug. It's a yeah, tough but, place." But Eric was, I mean, Andy was also the guy that got Doug here. So yeah. Why wouldn't he say? I mean, I, I don't know if Eric B. Enemy's going to have four jobs to choose from. Oh, I, th- You're I think assuming he will. that. I think I mean, he we've will. Heard about black coordinators for how many years that they don't get jobs? Um, so I'm not going to sit here and say Eric B. Enemy definitely is going to have five job offers. He might. Um. The guy from Buffalo apparently is a guy everybody's talking about. Dable. Um, the the offensive coordinator. Yeah, Dable. Um, and if that's the but, case, then you're then you're keeping Wentz. But here's the problem: is some guys are really good coordinators. That's true. And they're not. Look, Buddy Ryan, if if might have been the greatest defensive coordinator ever in the NFL, ever. He He's went top to five. Bowl. Yeah. He went to the Super Bowl with three different franchises. Okay. He was a bad head coach. Mm-hmm. Whatever people want to remember about Buddy, he was a bad head coach. Fun guy, bad head coach. He built a great defense. He had an exciting quarterback and put nothing around and, and was 0-3 in playoff games, two of which were played at home mm-hmm. 
So, you know, but so I don't know if this guy from Buffalo, I don't know if the enemy, I don't know, but we won't know until one of them gets a job. Andy Reid was a quarterback's coach. He wasn't even a coordinator. But so the point, so, is, the point uh, is kind of, I'm saying what you're saying. If you're an appealing head coach, you're not coming here. If there's Howie, if you have other offers, you're going to, well, so you go to, you go to another guy. I mean, sometimes Doug wasn't their first choice. No, I, I don't know. think sometimes the third or fourth choice and, turns out to be, Hey, the right guy. And if they, if they blow Doug out, there's going to be a feeling that you scapegoated Doug. Sure. For sure. the GM's issues. And that's what's oh. going to make it also very difficult to get a new head coach of any I, I, value I think in. You're, I think you're overstating it, Kevin. I think there's always going to be a guy who will come here because he wants the opportunity. Yeah. Now, you may have to get a Lincoln Riley taking his first head coaching job. Sometimes I'm not sure I want the guy getting his second head coaching job after he failed somewhere else. You know, you might get Bill Belichick if you're the Patriots, but you might get a guy like Doug Maroon. I mean, you know, it it, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, I think if they get rid of Doug, I think everybody's gone. I think Schwartz is gone. Oh, yeah. I think Statlin, a lot of guys are gone. I th- well, one guy. I think Deuce will stick. Deuce may stick. And then, of course, the question is, if Doug gets whacked, does Deuce get a shot at the job? See, it's weird because they've never given Deuce the assistant or the offensive coordinator job, and I, I wonder why. Well, once again, a black off a black yeah. coordinator, or, or I mean, a black, you know, people are going to scream and holler. You mm-hmm. know, hey, you got, you know, you got Deuce Staley right there. Why, why aren't you? Why aren't at you him? looking at him? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't have a good answer because I'm not down there all the time. I don't know what Deuce can do and can't do. Does Deuce want to stay here as the as what he is now? If another guy comes in, does the other guy want to have Deuce here? I, the biggest question they have to ask themselves, whatever it is, how do we fix our quarterback situation? Because until they do that, it doesn't matter. Now, yes, the salary cap, but if they go in the next year and don't know who their quarterback is or what he's going to play, if we're sitting here in week six or seven next year and either Wentz isn't playing well enough, Hurts isn't playing well enough, both of them aren't playing well enough. Yeah. This franchise is down the toilet yeah. for a while because where are you going to get another quarterback? You know, unless you go out and sign somebody. Even, and there's not a lot of free agent quarterbacks that pop up on the map. I mean, you know, you're going to go, go out and get a Mariota. You're going to go out and get a, um, a Jameis Winston. You're going to go out and get a Cam Newton. Look what happened with those guys. Yeah. No, none of those guys. None of those I mean, guys worked out. Well, I mean, look, Jameis, I guess, I mean, we didn't see Jameis work out because they decided to go. I mean, I thought, in my mind, what the Eagles should have done in the offseason instead of taking Jalen Hurts, and that may turn out to be you know, a good move. Jalen Hurts may be their quarterback in the future. Who I don't know this. I would have went out and signed a Jameis Winston or a guy of that ilk who wasn't threatening to Carson. You know, he's just here, Carson, in case you get whacked again. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe even a Cam. I guess Cam would have went to New England because, he, you know, he's going to start in New England. Um, but they didn't decide to do that. So, you know, well, maybe and the, and this is we what... know, maybe we'll find this out a year from now or two years from now, that Carson's world blew up when they drafted Jalen Hurts. We'll never notice. Maybe it was the concussion. 
that he's never really gotten over. Well, we don't we don't know that. The words that will haunt Howie Roseman are oh, God. Are, are the quarterback factory ones. And well, hey, look, it's rightly I, wrongly it it will it will hang out there forever. I I look, they won a Super Bowl because they had probably the best backup quarterback in the NFL. Okay? And he played phenomenally. Yep. For those couple of games. So, and then the next year, he rescued the season again. Yeah, he did. And so if you're the Eagles, now you're sitting there saying, we can't be caught like we were against Seattle in the playoffs last year. With Josh McCown. My problem is they kept telling me that Sudfeld was this, you know, we're really high. Who has a better job? He stinks. Who has a better job in Philadelphia than Nate Sudfeld making two and a half million to carry a clipboard? If he was making five hundred thousand, it'd be the greatest job. Oh in my god! But what I'm saying is, Kevin, they kept telling us for the last couple years that they liked Sudfeld. And well, then, either they were lying to us, mm-hmm. which is fine; people lie, or they couldn't evaluate. So now they felt almost forced. We got to have a backup quarterback, and I'm yep. not arguing that point. No, especially with Wentz's history. Sure. And the ironic part is he didn't get hurt this year. No, in the twelve games he started. But I would have went a different route. And and I know they looked at it and they thought, Jalen Hurts, Heisman Trophy runner-up. He's a winner. And, and look, there's a lot to like about Jalen Hurts. There is. What do you think he can play at the NFL level or whatever? But So I understand. They were going to be the smartest people. in the. I get it. And it may work out for them. But I would have went the route of getting a, a, a quality backup that if he had to play three games because Carson was out, we can play with them. Yeah, Jameis Winston did throw 30 touchdowns last year. I know he threw 30 interceptions. Interceptions, but yeah. But, you know, he can play. It's not like, you know, I mean, who would you rather? Let's say the Eagles right now, just for sake of argument, were going to be in the playoffs. Let's say they were going to win this crappy division. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have Jameis Winston or Jalen Hurts playing? Jameis Winston. No kid, yeah. And I don't mean that to say suggest that Jameis Winston is going to lead you to the Super Bowl. But Jalen Hurts. <laughs> I, I Jalen Hurts isn't ready. He's not. And, and, right. And, and, and but we're he, all trying to judge him after three games. Wow. And the sad fact is, this may be as good as he is. Yeah, it could be. I, I mean, I don't think it is, but I'm still not convinced he can be a a. Uh, let me. I'm trying to think of it. Can he be as good as Teddy Bridgewater? Ah, I don't know. Can he be as good as Kyler Murray? Right. Can he be as good as uh, you know? Throw any names you want out there. I, you know, I simply don't know. Uh, but the Eagles have to find out by next September. Yeah, they do. Let's wrap this up uh, hey, before we go there. Before, well, can you imagine this town? Think about this, Kevin. Mm-hmm. If the Eagles go to training camp next year with both, and they're going to have a quarterbacks competition. It'll be a flipping zoo. Yep. And then you'll get Doug telling the reporters every day, well, you know, you can make out of it what you want to make out. No, no, Doug. No, Doug. We're sitting here watching a, a, a quarterback. And I'm not saying, look, other teams have had quarterback. I mean, in the old days, there used to be quarterback competitions a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, you go, not not in this world. Nope. It, not, not in this world. It, it's and, and all the mini camps in May and – and you get all the people tweeting out, oh, Jalen just threw a really good 10-yard pass. I, oh, my God. Hi, Elliot. Uh, 
<laughs> no, and I love Elliot, but uh, yeah, Elliot. Oh, it'll be, it'll, it'll, it'll make you sick. Uh, is what it will make you. So New Year's Eve plans? Any? I, what can we? What can you do? I mean, you're going to bring me back a sandwich at some point. You remembered ha- that, yes. Your wife's going to have a birthday. One, on, um, yeah. God bless her. Um, twenty nine again. Hey, look, twenty nine works for me. Um, the, uh, I mean, I don't know. I said to my wife, I, I, we're not big New Year's people anyway. I mean, we trust me, we're, we don't. And we go, we for like since I start stop going to bowl games. We go to a, a her friend around the corner from us, up by uh, this Hancock School. Mm-hmm. Um, we go there because they have a New Year's Eve party, and and you know her friends are come over and at New Year's. They walk around the street banging the pie. It's a good time. It's it's low key. It's nothing. Well, they're not having it this year because obviously you can't have COVID, it. Right. So I said to my wife I, and my son isn't going anywhere. They're, you know they you know I said Stephen maybe we can stop up your house for fifteen minutes. We'll have a drink. Well, actually, I can stay longer at his house, but. And he's like, oh, okay. you know." And, I, and the other thing I said to my wife is maybe we can go around and see your friend for 10 minutes. We don't even have to go in their house. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't want to say hi, lift a glass or something, have a, a beer, you know, because they always got liquor coming out of the Wawa. Um, There's so Wawa liquor? It, what? It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, in one, in one phase, I'm so glad this year is over, as is everybody else in the world. Mm-hmm. But it's not like I'm going to wake up January second or the first, and everything's going to be back to normal. No, exactly. Uh, I, and, and I think what's going to happen is when we get to like January the fourteenth, and of course we're going to have a, a supposedly, you know, what happens January sixth and what happens January twentieth, you know, remains to be seen. Um, but we're going to reach a point, like maybe a month from now, where the depression I think is really going to set yeah. in. I am, um, um, you know, that's just, my, and we have to get over it. We have to get through it. We have to stay tough. You know, I, I don't know how we do that. But. I mean, you're right. I'm going down and picking up sandwiches. Um, I actually want to make a recommendation. If anybody on HBO, by the way, I saw Wonder Woman 1984 on HBO Max. Um, it, don't, don't, don't watch it. One of the worst movies I've ever seen. As if I was going to watch it anyway. Uh, you may have watched it. No, no Supermans, no Batman. I I, I might have watched a little bit of the first ones, thirty year or whatever the hell. No, 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 no. No Avengers. Not no, no. You, you probably Please. you probably will watch. Linda Carter's in it, so you may I don't w- care. I'm just I, pointing that. I, out. I love Linda Carter in 1986. <laughs> you know, I mean, come on, who didn't? Um. Well, I'll tell you what. There's a, there's a. Well, I'll, I'll leave it for people who haven't seen. But I, there's a documentary that HBO has come out with. You have HBO? No. Okay. Uh, on the Bee Gees, and it's excellent. And I recommend if anybody wants to get away. How long? How many parts? Like how many? It's a two hour. Okay, so it's one two hour. One okay. two hour. Um, and it, it and it's what is it about? Like what did they what did they? Well, it has interviews about? with. It has a compilation of interviews, how their career progressed, how they got caught up in the disco movement. They got their career got damaged at the end by the disco movement. And yeah, but of, it made them trillions of dollars. Right. But it also talks about obviously Robin's death and, sure. um, and Maurice's death. But I thought they died of kind of like natural stuff. They did. Yeah, I mean, they did. But just how influential they were. They have interviews with Justin Timberlake, Nick Jonas, mm-hmm. other people. 
uh, it, you know, Andy, how they dealt with Andy's death. It, it, it's right. really good, yeah. and it really, it, if you want, I think it's a it's a I, good good watch. If you, I've if said this that. before, when people talk about the greatest writing teams of all time, okay, you got Lennon McCartney, obviously, you got Elton John, Bernie Taupin, mm-hmm. um, obviously. They're, they're, I'm going to go through like a whole list of whatever, but the Gibbs. The Gibbs uh, were the, great. The one, the one Gib apparently was was the the, the uh, who's the one who's still living? Is it Barry? Yeah, Barry, Barry. Right. Has like if you go through his list of what he wrote, and you know, and not just was, BG stuff. There's like oh, there, yeah, I mean, there's music pretty, up and down like in the '80s of all uh, uh, like major pop artists. Yeah. Oh well, he did the thing with Barbara Streisand yeah. when he had the duet with her, and yeah. But the funny thing with the Bee Gees is their mu- music goes all the way back to like the mid or early '60s. Yeah. Like and, and how you know, you know uh, how do you uh, how do you mend a broken heart? How oh, do yeah, you uh, yeah. Massachusetts? Um, and look, I know when we look back on the world, disco was was a bad. I get, I get it. It was whatever it was, but at the time it was happening. There was a certain not all disco music was bad or not no. all you know got and and but their part in it, it yeah. was it, it res, resuscitated their career. Yeah, it did. It gave them a second career that they're more famous for than anything else they did. Um, yeah, anybody that gets the Food Network, by the way, if you're if you're familiar with Guy Fieri of Diners, Drives in and Drive, Diners, Drive ins and Dives, dives yes. There was a documentary on last night that he did. It was two hours. I think it's only part one because it said it's going to be continued at some point where he followed four of his restaurant owner friends. Mm-hmm. There was uh, a, a lady in Los Angeles, um, and, and you would recognize all these people from if you watch the Food Network a lot. Somebody up in New York City who has four, uh, somebody in Nashville. And How they're dealing with the pandemic? How they went through, and it was filming them. This is going back. To February. Right. And they didn't get all the way up to, to now. And these people like were filming them. I, I guess they were filming themselves kind of. I, I yeah. don't know how they set this up. But it was very realistic. And, and just what these people were going through. Yeah. And what they were feeling. Laying people off. Mm-hmm. Having to cancel things. Crying because, you know, they didn't know how their business was going to survive. And, yeah. And on and on. It was really, uh, it was really well done. Because it was basically just them in their own words. Yeah. It wasn't really a lot of stuff going on. And uh, I can't wait to see whenever they're going to have another part to it. I don't know. I guess, yeah. you know. Um, well, it makes me, it makes me think how lucky I am that I don't have to go through that. Yeah. And, and look, it's been a tough year. I mean, everybody has talked about it, and we talked about it on the other show. Um, and we didn't even lose anybody, Kevin. No. I mean, imagine if we had lost family members. Or, Knock on wood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, God. Uh, you know. It's, but what you hope for in a new year is that there's hope and there's, uh, you know, and we hope we get back to normal at some point in the new year. I think that's, whatever, that's all. Whatever normal, whatever normal is. is or anything. Yeah. A little more that, you know, uh, a, a little bit more than Here, here's what you wish when we're having this conversation next year, hopefully if we're still having conversations yeah, that we are basically mostly over it. Well, I, I'm hoping you're back in the basement here with me at some point. Uh, but what I'm saying is the world I'm talking about the world. Oh, I know 
I don't think we'll be completely out of it because there'll still be issues, you know, but a lot of people will be vaccinated by then, I hope. Yep. Um, uh, you know, we'll ho- hopefully slow slow the surge and all these yep. kind of things. And maybe our, our country won't be quite as divided. I can't, I don't know what it's going to be under the new president. I have no all idea right. how people are going to feel either way. Um, but that at least, and as we're looking forward to 2022, that m- most of this is in our rearview mirror. And it was just like a bad dream. It's not a dream for a lot of people. Because no, it's a nightmare it, everybody's it, lived it's with. It's a nightmare. But that at least, you know, maybe we'll feel how people felt like going into 1946 or something. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. Uh, we got to get there yep. safely first. So, so, you know. Michael, thank you. Hang on after we're done here. I got to tell you something. Uh, yep. Thank you all I, for listening. I'm going to call you when the Irish win. They're not. I'm, I'm not going to be waiting. Call you phone. and my other friend Kevin Mooney, who's the other Notre Dame guy. Harvey, you won't be able to get called. Harvey will be floating somewhere in the yeah, stratosphere. Exactly. So, <laughs> thank you, Michael. Yeah, baby. Thank you all for listening. Have a great weekend and a safe and happy new year. This has been working to be.